0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to Ohio Mysteries. This is our 10-minute mystery edition, a little slice of intrigue in the middle of your week. I'm your co-host, Steve Yoder, and with me is our storyteller and journalist, Paula Schleiss. Hi, everybody. So, the genealogical DNA process being used to catch serial killers, identify Jane and John Doe's, and solve all kinds of cold cases also has the clock ticking on another category of people. Parents who threw their newborn babies out with the trash. I'm sure you've heard of these kinds of stories. Yes. You might have even heard the news a couple of weeks ago when a Geauga County woman was arrested after being identified as the mother of an infant that had been discarded in the woods 26 years ago. Yeah, one of her family members uploaded their DNA to one uh, those websites. That's how it works, wow. yeah. And that story reminded me of yet another baby waiting to be identified who was found in the mud of a reservoir in Summit County in 2005. First, let me tell you about the mystery that has just been cleared up. A baby boy who, in 1993, was buried at Thompson Township Cemetery in Geauga County under a beautiful marker calling him Geauga's child. The baby had been placed in a trash bag and left in a forested area. But animals had dragged part of the remains out into the street, where they were discovered. The Geauga County Sheriff's Office took advantage of the new technology that puts together a family tree using a victim's DNA and that voluntary database of folks who might include a relative of the victim. Sheriff Scott Hildebrand said he's been told this is the 51st case in the nation to be solved using this new strategy. And in this case, it pointed the finger at Gail Eastwood-Ritchie, a 49-year-old mother whose DNA was obtained by search warrant to confirm what authorities had already figured out. Investigators said Eastwood-Ritchie confessed, not only to discarding that baby, but another one two years earlier. That second case remains under investigation. Sheriff Hildebrand said she told him she had done the same thing in that case, gave birth to a child and disposed of it in a bag. Eastwood Ritchie is actually married to the father of the baby that's dubbed Giaga's child, and the pair have three adult children. The name of the father has not been released, and investigators said they are still trying to determine whether he had any role in the death and discarding of the two babies. With Eastwood Ritchie's confession, the mystery of Giaga's child is all but over. But Ohio has several other mystery babies waiting to be identified, including baby Benjamin John. That's the name that was given to the remains of an infant found in Coventry Township in 2005. Do you remember this case? I do remember this case, yes. Yeah, it was Wednesday, March 30th of that year, and the Kenmore Construction Company was working near the East Reservoir off South Main Street. It was a project to widen the bridge over part of the Portage Lakes. A backhoe operator was pulling up muck when he noticed a tiny form in the mud near the water. It was a baby boy. A string was still tied around a segment of umbilical cord that was still attached. Medical examiner Dr. Lisa Kohler said the mother was about five or six months pregnant when she gave birth. But the autopsy failed to determine whether the infant was stillborn or even indicate the race of the baby. In 2005, there was so little deputies could do. They questioned nearby residents. Did anyone in the area have a baby? Was someone pregnant and then suddenly not? Did anyone have any idea how the baby ended up there? No one did. But the baby was not without a family of sorts. Like Giaga's child, he was not going to be abandoned a second time. On June 7, 2005, an obituary in the Akron Beacon Journal under the name Baby Boy, invited people to come to his funeral the next day. And on June 8, more than 60 strangers, most of whom didn't even know each other, showed up to pay respects and give him a proper send-off. The service took place at Queen of Heaven Catholic Church in Green, where Reverend David Durkey told the gathering, he is a human being and he deserves to be buried with dignity. The baby was given a name, Benjamin John. Those are the names of the saints who, in the Catholic religion, have feast days designated March 30 and 31, the period when the baby's body was discovered. The casket was the size of a bassinet, made of plastic with a faux marble finish, light enough to be carried under one arm, according to a report in the Akron Beacon Journal. A spray of tiny white roses, purple bellflowers, and baby's breath rested atop the casket. Sixteen children were given the job of carrying up the communion gifts and distributing carnations of white and baby blue. Then a procession formed to set the flowers one by one before the casket. The mourners were parents and children, retirees and teenagers, even uniformed sheriff's deputies, some of whom investigated the mystery. A man named Andrew Cranes drove down from Cleveland. I just can't get this out of my mind, he said. His first gift for his birthday, he gets a casket. That's a tough break. A woman named Betty Smith saw a silver lining. Yeah, but he got to go to heaven. That's the most glorious birthday party there ever was. After the service, the baby was interred at Holy Cross Cemetery on Waterloo Road in Akron. A couple dozen cars followed the Cadillac that carried his small form to the cemetery. The procession went down South Main Street, crossing the same bridge under which the child had been abandoned. When they arrived at the cemetery, Pat Hunt, the Summit County Sheriff's deputy who was the first to respond to the crime scene, carried the casket from the car to the green blanket spread on the ground at his burial plot. Those present prayed together and sang Immaculate Mary. Afterward, they stood around a bit, talking, wondering how someone could simply throw their child in the mud. Baby Benjamin John's name was chosen by the Reverend Sean Donnelly from Madison, Ohio. He co-founded a Cleveland charity called Baby's Funeral Fund, which arranged the funeral. Anthony and Biskin Funeral Home in Uniontown provided the casket and arrangements. Colonial florists donated the flowers. Holy Cross Cemetery provided the plot and a gravestone, which bore the image of a lamb. The Beacon Journal donated the obituary space. The baby's Funeral Fund was created in 2000 to provide funerals for abandoned babies. This was just the second time it had been called upon. The fund was set after a dead newborn was left in an abandoned church in Cleveland. I also found two instances when the fund was used just last year. On January 20, 2018, the fund paid for bearing a baby they named Nicole at North Madison Cemetery in Madison, Ohio. And on July 7, 2018, the fund organized a funeral for another abandoned baby at St. Andrew Abbey in Chardon with burial at All Souls Cemetery. It's tragic that the fund is even needed because a year after it was set up in 2001, Ohio passed a safe haven law that took the pressure off new parents who don't want their babies. They can leave their baby up to 30 days old with an employee on duty at any hospital, any emergency medical service provider, any fire department, any law enforcement agency. From almost anywhere in Ohio, you were probably just blocks from one of these things. And as long as the baby isn't showing signs of abuse or neglect, The parent can remain anonymous. They'll only be asked for any relevant medical information so the child can be better cared for. Well, that's it for our midweek 10-minute mystery. We'll see you here Sunday for our next regular full-sized Ohio mystery episode. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your week, and may all of your mysteries have happy endings.